Welcome back to Learn, Laugh, Leap. I'm your host, Shannon Paradis, and in an effort to reduce our environmental footprint, I wanted to speak to someone local in the zero waste community. Jackie Mart, a previous guest on the podcast, introduced me to Tear Market, a zero waste store in Minneapolis. So today I'm talking to the owner of Tear, Amber Hockadall. She shares some really valuable information on how to get started if you're looking to help the environment and reduce your waste. So my first question for Amber is, what is Tear Market and what can people expect to find there? So Terra Market is Minnesota's very first zero waste store. So what that means is customers can bring in all their own containers from home to refill with products at our shop. We have about 130 shelf-stable bulk food items. So things like dried fruit, rice and beans, coffee and tea. And then we also have a refill station for household cleaning supplies, things like dishwashing powder and all-purpose cleaner and laundry detergent. And then we have sections that focus on family, babies and kids, travel, and then some health and beauty sections like we carry a refillable makeup line, compostable hair ties, deodorant, sunscreen, bug spray, things like that. So we've tried to find items in the home where people create waste and we've tried to find alternative products that have no waste byproduct whatsoever. So it's really a, a store that speaks to kind of the everyday person and the way they live their life and the things that they use the most and really trying to find sustainable swaps that can help them live a more sustainable and zero waste lifestyle. Why did you open the store? Talk a little bit more about your background and how you got here. So I was a conservation biologist. Um, I was traveling around the country and then the world doing research on endangered species. And I was in that field because I really cared about the environment and I always had. It was really important to me to leave a positive impact on the planet. But I felt like all the work that I was doing on research on elephants and primates and tromping around in Africa really was missing the mark. I was having a great time in a lot of ways, seeing these beautiful animals out in the wild, but I felt like I wasn't leaving the positive impact that I really wanted and I wasn't really influencing change. So when I moved to Minnesota with my husband and I was looking for a career here that would speak to my interests, I wasn't really finding it, but I had gotten really into environmental education and talking to people about the environment, what they could do to live a little bit more sustainably. And then I was exposed to this idea of zero waste. And I thought this is something that I could do as an individual that I can see making a really positive impact on the planet. And it was very, very motivating to me. I decided to concept test the idea of a zero waste store here. So I started going out around town and giving talks about sustainability and zero waste and how people could take baby steps to living a little bit more green. And people just were really excited about the concept of a zero waste store. They were really interested in telling me, hey, these are areas of the home where I've really created waste. And I would love some help. And I just felt like, wow, this was really something that could make a change and make a difference in my community. So Amber decided to open a store in 2019, and it's been pretty successful ever since, even during the pandemic. COVID has definitely challenged us and put a lot of what we were successful at the first year that we were open to the test. So some months were really tough and some months were fine. With COVID though, we've learned how to reach more people, even in a smaller way. So either if we could offer delivery curbside pickup, if we could offer more products that we could ship online, and then we do offset our, our carbon footprint with our online orders by planting trees. Anything we can do to 
to make it more accessible to not just our local community, but even international means that more people are living this way. So COVID forced us to make changes in ways that maybe we weren't totally ready for because we're so small. We're such a small team, but that we needed to make eventually. And it just made us do it a little bit sooner. I had no idea what tear spelled T-A-R-E meant. So let's let Amber explain. Tear means to um, means the weight of an empty vessel. So what we're really trying to encourage customers to do is bring any kind of vessel from home. That could be a plastic bag. It could be a Tupperware container. It could be a to-go container from your favorite restaurant and bring it into the store. And we will help you tear that container, which means you put it on the scale and you zero it out. You can fill it up with any products you want, bulk sunscreen, dishwashing detergent, shampoo, or whatever suits your needs in the store. And then we subtract the tear weight at checkout. So you're only paying for the weight of the item. You are not paying for the weight of your container. When you decided to open the store, how environmentally friendly were you at that point in your life and in your household? I would say I had a huge passion for the environment. As I mentioned, I grew up really thinking about the environment. It had always been really important to me. I went into a career in the environmental field. So I was very, very passionate. When I discovered Zero Waste, which was about a year before I opened up Tear Market, I felt like it was an epiphany for me because I had realized I had been trying to live my life in a very environmental way. So I had been riding my bike, I've been vegetarian, but I had never thought about my waste and what I was throwing away. And I always would say, oh, well, this is recyclable. So I was putting things in my recycle bin, not realizing there's a huge environmental footprint to what goes in your recycle bin and that a lot of things that you put in your bin aren't actually recycled. They're in fact trash. And I'd never learned about where my trash went. And so I really started thinking about learning more about where my trash went, how it was affecting not only my local community, but the global community. So I would say like I was pretty average in terms of like, oh, I cared about the environment, but honestly pretty naive about the actual recycling system and waste system. Yeah, I feel like I definitely have room for improvement in that department. I try to be good, but I'm sure I still recycle things that should be trash and vice versa. Now, there are some myths out there about going zero waste, like it's too hard or too expensive. Can you help us debunk some of those myths? Yeah, everyone's got their own perspective and their own hesitancies about going zero waste. I totally understand and hear them. And I've gone through all of them myself as well. So I feel like I could sit down and have a conversation with anyone about, hey, zero waste is too expensive. And I could sit down and talk to you about why I think it's the opposite. But I would say that kind of the most important takeaways are when you are going zero waste, you don't have to have an Instagram worthy pantry full with these beautiful matching jars and all of these like beans that are like the colors of the rainbow. (laughs) You can in fact use containers that you already have to bring to your local bulk section, either if you have a co-op or you have a little corner store that has bulk food, you don't have to invest in products to help you go zero waste. A lot of times you can actually use what you already have in your home. There are quite a few products that save you quite a bit of money in the long run. So it's a larger upfront cost, which can be hard for people. But if you think about things in the long term, they actually save you a lot of money over time. I think a perfect example of that is a razor. So if you buy a razor from Tear Market, we sell a few different brands, but they're kind of the standard double-edged safety razor is what they're called. And they're like the razor that you think of your grandfather using back in the day. And those razors are between 25 and $40 a piece, depending on which kinds you get. 
and they come with a pack of 10 razor blades and there's no plastic associated with this razor. And at the end of the razor blades life, you can actually send it in to Tear Market in a padded envelope and Tear will send it back to the manufacturer and they turn it into cutlery. So it's a very cool closed loop system. You can buy about a year's worth of razor blades for $2.99. So you end up saving about $35 a year when you switch to this razor and these razor blades, as opposed to a traditional like Venus or Gillette razor where you have to buy refills and the refills are really expensive and they're trash because they're a mix of metal and plastic. So just by switching to this razor, it's a larger upfront cost at first, but it saves you about $35 a year. So unless you're a guy or you've had laser hair removal, and in that case, kudos to you, you probably have a lot of shaving years ahead of you. So in the long run, this razor is a huge cost savings. Needless to say, I got my first metal razor from Tear Market. Guys, I'm growing up. I'm going to be honest with you. I was super intimidated by this metal razor because I've always used the dinky plastic ones and thought no big deal. And everybody when I got this metal razor was like, look out, don't cut yourself. I'm excited to share that I did not cut myself the first time using or any time thereafter. I've just gone slow and steady and that wins the race. Anywho, so I asked Amber then what some of her favorite products in the store are. Some of the products that I love are products like I just didn't know they existed before I went zero waste. And I just was like, my mind was blown when I started Googling like alternatives to plastic dental floss. (laughs) And I found this amazing brand out of Maine That was a a woman-owned business that makes compostable dental floss in a glass container that you actually can buy refills for that come in a little compostable sachet. So you buy this glass container with a spool of dental floss in there. You can put the dental floss in your backyard compost bin if you have one, or if you have access to a citywide program like we do in Minneapolis, you can put the dental floss in there and it decomposes. And that was just something that like blew my mind. Like I didn't even know existed. So that has been a really great swap. And then I really love High Bar, which is a shampoo and conditioner bar out of St. Paul. And they make a biodegradable, environmentally friendly bar that you can use in the backcountry. You could use on a septic system. Um, and the shampoo bar is my favorite. It's just awesome. And they have a moisturizing bar and they have a dandruff bar. So they've got some really great products. So I would say the dental floss and the shampoo bar are probably my favorite. A couple other things I picked up at Tear Market are the sunshade sunscreen. It's soft and smooth like cocoa butter. I use it on my face and I have very sensitive skin and I love this stuff. It comes in a reusable tin. I also got the eco sponge, which is made out of biodegradable material. I got the laundry kit with reusable dryer balls and a delicates bag. It's a cotton mesh, fully compostable bag. And when I started browsing Tear's website, I realized that a lot of rooms in my house could use more eco-friendly products, but the laundry room was a big one for me. Besides plastic bags, I asked Amber, what are some of the biggest offenders on our environmental footprint? Plastics in general are really hard. They have a a really large environmental impact because they end up everywhere. So plastics have been found on Everest. They've been found in the deepest parts of the ocean. Making swaps to remove plastic from your life is the best step. I think even talking about looking at your laundry room and saying, where are the changes I can make here? So instead of buying a container of detergent that's plastic, instead of buying that in the future, you could bring that to Terramar and you could refill it 
with a detergent that we sell that we actually send the containers back to the company for refill. So there's no plastic waste associated with your product. You could think about what kind of clothes you're purchasing so that you're not putting synthetic clothes into your washing machine and then synthetic clothes shed. And then that ends up in our water system. And that's basically plastic getting into our water system. So I think there's just a lot of, of work that needs to be done in that area. There's a lot of great uses for plastic, uh, especially in the medical industry. However, our single use plastics, things like straws, forks to go cutlery, we could do a much better job focusing on things that are better for the planet and better for the environment that we don't use just once and throw away. Tear Market has a super cool initiative. They share on their website that they've planted over 2,000 trees. So in an effort to help more people go zero waste, we realize that not everyone has a zero waste store near them. A lot of people that reach out to us say, I live in a community where there's no place I can bulk shop or there's nowhere I can get stuff plastic free, but I really want to live this way. And in an effort to reach them and help them do that um, and lower their environmental footprint, we launched an online store and we have about half of our products on our website. And we're launching a new website shortly, which will have all of our products on there, including all of our food. But we wanted to make sure that if we were in fact offering online and shipping items to people that we weren't causing more strain on the planet. So what we started doing is we package all of our shipping orders in either upcycled materials or fully biodegradable packing peanuts, which are also upcycled, or we do have a handful of branded boxes that are 100% post-consumer paper and the our logo is printed with algae ink. So it's fully 100% biodegradable. In addition, as you mentioned, for every order placed online, we plant a tree. So we actually spend money to reforest areas. Right now, the project that we work with Seed the Change has reforestation efforts happening in Madagascar and Ethiopia. What I love about Seed the Change is they employ local people in their area to grow the trees, grow the seedlings, and then replant them. So it's not an exterior group coming in and reforesting an area. It's local people to that area reforesting and having pride and ownership in that project. And I think that's really great. So we're really excited to be partnered with Seeds of Change and to offset our carbon footprint and the carbon footprint of shipping by planting those trees. Yeah, I really love and appreciate your environmentally friendly packaging. Arner Cultivation, uh, an organic mushroom farm I interviewed for the podcast earlier this season, is moving toward 100% biodegradable packaging. And they shared with me that, you know, the biodegradable stickers they use on their packages are six times more expensive, but they just, you know, they don't care because they believe in their mission so strongly. Yes, it is true. It is really unfortunate how much more expensive it is to have a more environmentally friendly product, even just the box. And it is true. It is way more expensive, but I think companies like tear market have to be the example to other businesses to say like, Hey, this is what we should be doing. And this is what we need to be doing. And we need to be the example for other companies to move in that direction as well. Tear market also offers corporate training classes as well. So those classes are really geared toward the beginner to intermediate zero waste person. So it's made to really introduce you to the zero waste movement how it was created, the very basics of how to move towards zero waste, something we call the five R's. We talk about each R, reduce, reuse, et cetera, what that looks like on a practical basis, how to conduct a waste audit in your home, some simple swaps you can make, 
and then some tips to moving towards zero waste. So it's about a 45 minute class that kind of spans some ideas of, of this is what zero waste is and, and how can zero waste work for you and then gives them some tools to take home to move that direction. Previous to the pandemic, we did a lot of events in the community as well. And those have been kind of tampered down for obvious reasons, but we hope to have those up again. So we would do a lot of Earth Day festivals, a lot of art fairs where we would have a kind of abbreviated class where we would talk about some of these subjects, but definitely the corporate classes are still going on. They're virtual and people can find more information about that on on our website. Do you have any recommendations for someone who's maybe just starting to explore going zero waste, or maybe you have some resources like books or documentaries on zero waste that you might be able to suggest? Yeah. Yeah, I think the very first thing I would do is to conduct a waste audit in your home. It can be very simple. It can be literally like going through your trash can and your recycling bin and categorizing things to see what you're throwing away. It's really interesting to look into your trash and think, oh, wow, 80% of my trash is actually food packaging. What are some things I can do to reduce my food packaging? Well, I can shop in the bulk section where it's package free. I could bring reusable produce bags to the grocery store and I could put my apples and my bananas and my carrots in my bag instead of grabbing the bag that comes in plastic, etc. That's the very first thing I'd recommend for people to do because it's important to figure out how zero waste is going to fit into your life based off of your family situation and your budget and your lifestyle. So that's the very first thing I'd recommend doing for people on the individual family level. Some great resources that are available. There's a wonderful TED Talk by Lauren Singer, who created Trashers for Talk Tossers, as well Mm -hmm. as TED Talks by Bea Johnson, who really was the pioneer of the zero waste movement in the United States. So I would just Google TED Talk Bea Johnson, TED Talk Lauren Singer. That would be a great way to start. And then there is a wonderful black hole on YouTube of a plethora of zero waste videos <laughs> and some wonderful people who I recommend look at their channels would be Rob Greenfield. He talks a lot about living off the earth and growing your own food. So he's a little bit more kind of focused on being very carbon neutral in a way that I think is really inspiring. And then there's a documentary called The Minimalist that's focused on living your life with less. And that's really a great compliment to the zero waste movement because it just talks about bringing things into your life that you really enjoy, that you really love and trying to, to not overconsume. So I would, I would recommend those, those resources. One other documentary Amber recommends is Wasted, which is facilitated by Anthony Bourdain. It touches on the statistic that 40% of food produced is thrown away. And so this documentary teaches us how to be more resourceful and how to tackle food waste. So it's definitely on my list of things to watch for sure. I asked Amber why going zero waste is so important. What kind of message can we get out for our listeners? I think it's very evident that our world is changing rapidly. I think if you live in Minnesota and you have seen the drought that's going on this year and the extreme Mm -hmm. heat, I was just visiting a family in Oregon. They're in extreme fire danger. Meanwhile, other areas of the country are receiving massive amounts of rain that's causing flooding. Just the weather patterns alone are following what all the climate scientists have said, which is weather patterns are going to get more extreme as climate change becomes more real. It doesn't benefit us at all to wait any longer to make changes in our lives. 
and we can't rely on the government to do it for us. So we really need to, as individuals, take the initiative to make changes that will make a positive impact for your, your life, your community, and will hopefully lead to a decrease in greenhouse gases being emitted, a lesser carbon footprint, and will help us live a, a happy and sustainable lifestyle in the future. Do you think we'll ever get to a point or are you confident we could ever reverse the direction of climate change? I think I'm in a spot mentally right now where I'm really struggling with that question, to be totally honest. Yeah. Because for a long time, I really thought we could. And that's really one of the reasons I wanted to start Tear Market was to really help and move that direction. It is important that we do that work we need to do now. We can't wait any longer. And I just don't feel that the government is going to support initiatives or follow through with initiatives to actually make the changes that we need to make. And it's up to the individual people. And I think if it's anything the coronavirus has taught me, it's that people can be very stuck in their ways. And some people aren't willing to make those changes because it's an inconvenience or it's too expensive or whatever they think. And then there are other people who are willing to make every accommodation and every change necessary. But we need everyone on board in order to move the right. direction we need to move and reverse climate change. So I think it's going to be a struggle. I think it's going to be a lot of education and a lot of handholding and really rewarding people for every small step they make, which is all good stuff. But in an area, an era where stuff needs to happen and stuff needs to happen now, it feels a little hard. Yeah, we flew to a spot in Arizona for vacation, and I didn't bring my reusable bags with me. I just didn't think to. I didn't think that I would have to. When you go to grocery stores around here, they offer at least paper bags. But in every single store that we went to, it was plastic bags only. And the bagger puts two items in every plastic bag. And then you go out to the parking lot, and there's just plastic bags bags blowing all over the place. And I just thought, oh, what a waste and so much plastic. Right. You know? Right. It, what a waste. And, and the average plastic bag gets used for 12 minutes, but then takes over a thousand years mm. to break down. And even then it just breaks down into microplastics, which infiltrate Jeez. our air, water, and soil. So it really is going to come down to people demanding like no more plastic bag use. I think Zero Waste St. Paul is a great example of a community group that advocated to pass a green to go ordinance so that in St. Paul, any takeout containers had to be compostable. And so communities need to step up and, and advocate and, and work and say, okay, this, the fact that there's plastic being used in all of our grocery stores, and then it's ending up as trash, we need to change that. And we need to make that move. And unfortunately, it's also up to you to, re to say, okay, next time I'm going to bring my own reusable bags. And I'm going to have to lug yep. those all the way to Arizona just to make sure mm -hmm. I don't have to use a plastic bag. Yeah, well, it did make me think twice. I probably will be doing that for future travels. So yeah, good for you. Thank you for doing your part in this movement to protect the planet and for being the change that you want to see. Let's continue to spread the word and thank you for doing this. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for your support. And if anyone is interested in learning more about Tear Market, they can always look at our website, which is thetearmarket.com or follow us on Instagram at Tear Market. We are always doing community events and specials and bringing in new products. And so we, we would love to continue to, to spread the word of zero waste to this community. So thank you so much for having me on. Hey.